According to research, the best way to help people get connected with God is to plant a church. And that's where the LifePoint story begins. Let's go back. In 2002, a pastor and church planter in Cary, North Carolina had the idea that North Raleigh would be a great place to plant a church. The area was growing, and God cleared the way for a new church to begin to form. Fast forward two years. A plant team had been recruited, partners had been gathered, and in 2004, LifePoint Church held its first service in the Six Forks Cinema. In that first year, the church grew. New people came, and many people accepted the message of Christ. Since our beginning in 2004, we've witnessed God's blessings in many ways. And we've also walked through some valleys as a church. But all along the way, it was clear that God was using us to create a movement in our city. In 2005, we refocused our vision and God began to grow us in amazing ways. By 2006, we were crowded in the Six Forks movie theater and knew that it was time to move to a new space. All along the way, we were seeing people give their lives to Jesus. Marriages were being restored, addictions were broken, and hundreds of new people began to experience church in a new way. Then in late 2006, we knew that God wanted us to reach even more of our city by launching a second location in the Wakefield Movie Theater. And on February 24, 2008, LifePoint became a multiple-site church, literally doubling our attendance overnight. Many more people came to know the saving message of Jesus Christ, and our church was energized. New ministries were started, and we began to take the love of God to the poorest of the world in the slums of Guatemala City. With two sites and even more people calling LifePoint their church home than ever before, we knew that it was time to step up our search for a permanent home. As the search continued, we were guided by the principle that we could do more for the kingdom of God if we did not take on a large amount of debt. We prayed that God would continue to grow us as we remained patient. And that He did. He grew us over the next three years as we continued our search for a place to call our own. Then in the fall of 2010, we gathered together for a very special time of prayer. We were willing to stay portable for as long as God wanted. We asked Him to provide direction as we patiently waited for His provision. God answered our prayers that night in a way that only He could. Within six months, He gave us not one, but two facilities. A church that had served God faithfully for over 50 years handed the leadership torch to us and gifted us their building and land. That would eventually become our West location. Then a warehouse and 15 acres of land on Durant Road that we had explored previously was dramatically reduced in price. We then knew that it was time to responsibly proceed with the purchase. Within one year of our prayer, we opened our West location, we combined our Six Forks and Wakefield Cinema locations into Durant Road Middle School. And on top of that, we opened our third location in downtown Raleigh in September of 2011. And it doesn't end there. We have plans to continue launching new locations to help even more people get connected with God. Will it be Nightdale, Garner, Durham, or even another country? We're constantly before God asking Him where He would have us go next. We know that God's not finished with us yet. There's more to do. There's more to experience and more people for us to get connected to Him. God truly can do more than we can ask or imagine. The question is, are you ready? When I look back over those last eight years, because today is our eighth anniversary as a church, 
When I look back and see what God has done over the last eight years and his faithfulness and the way he surprised us over and over again, it makes me even more excited about the future and what you're going to hear today. We've been waiting for today for a long time. If you're at LifePoint for the first time today, you've come on a perfect day because you're going to hear about where we believe God's leading our church over the next couple of years. You're going to hear how we're calling people to participate, and you're going to hear all the inside information when you think, what makes this church go, and what are they motivated by, and what are their plans for the future? You're going to hear all those today. So first-timers, thank you for coming today. You're here on a perfect day. When I look at the future, I'm excited because I know the same way God's done more we can ask, ask or imagine in the past, he's going to do more than we can ask or imagine in the future. You just saw a video that told in, in three minutes the eight-year journey our church has been on. Take a look at this video. It's going to show you what we're doing over the next couple of years. Since LifePoint began in February of 2004, there's one verse from the Bible that comes up over and over again. It's in the New Testament book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verse 20. It says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Over the past eight years, we have stood on the mountaintop with God. We've also walked through some valleys as a church. But through all of that, God has shown up in a big way and done more than we could ask and more than we can imagine as His power worked within our church to be a light in our city. In the past several months, we've consistently had over 1,000 people in our worship services. But God's not finished with us yet. There's more to do. Today, we're starting a new journey, and that journey is called Catalyst. A catalyst is a substance that causes change, and that's what we're asking you to be, a change agent. We're asking you to be a change agent in our family, a change agent in our community, and a change agent in our world. This truly is the biggest thing we've ever done as a church. And as we embark on this journey, it's going to require buy-in and commitment like never before. So now I invite you to join us on this journey of change as we become catalysts to be God's light and connect even more people with Him. Catalyst means change in our family, our church family. Think about all of the things that we do to help people get connected with God who walk through our doors on a weekly basis. Creating meaningful worship experiences. Ensuring that our kids learn about Jesus at a young age. Challenging our teenagers to live their faith on a daily basis. Helping people get connected with others through life groups and on service teams. Helping marriages be healed helping addictions be broken, and challenging people to step up and lead like never before. As we continue to grow, we're going to add more staff, expand our ministries, provide opportunity for people to grow in their faith. As we go through this catalyst season, we are going to be God's change agents in our family and help even more people get connected with Him. Catalyst means being agents of change in our communities. The biggest reason we are a multiple site church is so we can help connect people with God right where they live. 
We have plans over the next few years to launch more locations of LifePoint so we can connect people with God right in their own community. I'm standing at the corner of Kent Road and Garland Drive, just up the street from our west location. There are literally hundreds of families who live within walking distance to our building. And as a part of Catalyst, we are going to expand everything that we do in order to reach them. The exterior of our building, our food pantry, adding permanent signage, our programming, hosting community family events in our parking lot and more, all to expand our outreach and let this community know that we care about them, we're here to stay, and we're gonna do everything that we can to help them get connected with God. In September of 2011, we launched the downtown location of our church because we wanted to be the hands and feet of Christ to people who live in the heart of our city. God has already provided amazing opportunities for us to partner with organizations who are already making a difference in downtown Raleigh. Over the next two years, we want to do even more. We want to expand what we're doing in the downtown area. We want to look for a more permanent location so people know that we're here to stay. We want to increase our partnerships to continue to make a difference and help people get connected to God in downtown Raleigh. We're excited about the construction of our new facility located right here at 9500 Durant Road. A 20,000 square foot building sits on 15 acres of land. Several years ago, we looked at this property and determined that it was just too expensive for us to purchase. But because God has consistently done more than we ask or imagine, I got a call from the owners about 12 months ago and they informed me that they had dramatically reduced the price. After a lot of prayer, we knew that we could responsibly proceed with the purchase. And that's what we did just a few months ago. We have plans for this facility that go way beyond what we do in a few hours on Sunday morning. With over 20,000 cars passing by here every day, we want the community to know this is their building too. Sports fields, community use rooms in the building, summer sports and arts camps are just some of the ways that we're gonna welcome our neighbors more space, more impact, more room for growth, and a building that can be used by all of our locations to help even more people get connected with God. Being God's change agents in our communities mean that we're going to expand all that we do to touch even more people with the message of Christ. The church is the way God gets his message to the world. It's how Jesus feeds the hungry. It's how he brings hope to the hopeless. I'm in a town called Nuevo Puerto Viejo, a community called Pachichi. And in this town right now, there are 300 adults and almost 300 children meeting who have interest in starting a church and bringing hope to this community. As part of our Catalyst vision, to change our world, we are going to build them a church in this community and bring hope, and more importantly, bring the message of Jesus Christ. A really exciting part of changing our world is that many of you will be able to come right here and meet these people and hug these children and get to hear stories about how the gospel of Christ is making change here in this country. All of these kids are going to be sponsored by Compassion International 
and all of you will have an opportunity to sponsor a child at a later date. But right now, we are going to pray that God continues to do more than we can ask or imagine to bring change to this community, to bring hope, to heal families, and for people who have never heard it to hear the message of Jesus Christ. Well, those are the three exciting ways that we can be God's change agents. And now for the fun part, how are we going to pay for all this? Well, the journey we're getting ready to go on as a church is about so much more than finances. It truly is a spiritual journey. Through Catalyst, you have an opportunity, maybe some of you to give for the very first time in a significant way. For some of you, you're already generous and you're going to have an opportunity to expand your generosity even more as God does more than we can ask or imagine. We're going to do things a little bit differently. Instead of having a building fund and a mission fund and all different ministry funds that end up competing with each other to get the maximum amount of generosity directed their way, we're going to have one fund. One fund that's going to fund the entire vision of our church for the next two years. That includes the general fund and all the other areas that I've mentioned. That accomplishes a couple of things. It helps you as the giver be able to know that no matter where you are on the income ladder, no matter where you are in your ability to give and be generous, you can fully and completely participate in this catalyst season of our church. And it helps the church. It helps us simplify things. It helps us have all of our ministries on a level playing field where they're all equal, they're all important, and they're all used to help connect people with God. I'm so excited to hear the stories that are going to come from people stepping up and expanding their generosity and giving like never before. Over these next two years, I know that we're going to see even more people get connected with God. I know that we're going to see more sites launched. I know that we're going to see a worldwide impact like we can't even imagine right now. There are many defining moments in the life of our church. Our launch day in 2004, the first day we filled up the Six Forks movie theater, when we launched our second site, when we were able to inherit our West location, when we launched our downtown location and began to reach out to a whole new area of our city. But there are defining moments that have yet to happen. And I believe we're going to look back on this catalyst season of our church and say, that was a defining moment. I want to challenge you to get involved with Catalyst. I want to challenge you to pray about how you can expand your generosity to do even more. I want to challenge you to pray for this season of our church because we know that God is going to do more than we can ask or imagine. And I hope that you participate. So that's the big journey. That's the big journey we've been telling you about for a while. That's the big journey that's been prayed about, that our leadership team has gotten together and asked God, where do you want us to go next? That's the journey that our finance team has looked and said, how, is, how are we going to pay for this? How is this going to work? That's the journey that's been before God for several months, being sharpened and being before God and asking God, where do you want our church to go? 
That's what we're asking you to do today. Offering's already gone around, so today's not about you writing a check and putting it in a bucket. Today is about asking you to start a journey with us. I mentioned several things in that video, kind of threw a lot at you. If you'd never heard it, you know, maybe like drinking from a fire hydrant. But let me, let me tell you a little bit more about those three areas. Because there is a price tag that's connected to this two-year vision. Any big vision has that connected to it. And here's what it is. It's a two-year vision. It's a two-year journey. It's $5 million that is needed over the next two years. And I'm going to break it down for you before you, $5 million. If you're taking notes, you want to write this down, we're going to give you something that's got it, got it written down so you can uh, read over it and have a look as you pray about how you'll be involved. The first part of this journey that I mentioned out of the, th- the three sections of the video was change in our community. Now, change in our community over two years adds up to $2.5 million. That is, think, our current budget. You're already meeting that. From your generosity, $2.5 million over the next two years, I mean, that's our budget right now. Already, because of people bringing their tithes and offerings and being generous and bringing back to God, we're meeting that. And because we're meeting that, I'm seeing people who are dealing with addictions stand up and tell stories like, my life has changed. It's different. I'm able to conquer this like never before because I've connected with this church, I've gotten connected with God, and I've begun this new relationship with Christ. Those things are already happening. Little kids over right now are learning about Jesus, and many of them over the next months and years will accept Christ and start at a very young age. Those things are already happening. What you get to enjoy here every single week, already happening. We're going to keep doing that over the next couple of years, but the amount of life change that I'm seeing, it's not enough because only 88 or 88% of the people in Wake County right now aren't in church. Only 12% are in church. You're part of an elite group of people, 12%. So that means about 800,000 plus are not in church today and aren't connected to a church. So we have more work to do. We need to expand this two and a half million dollars. We've got to do more. It's got to get bigger. And that's where the other parts of this catalyst vision come into play. The second one is change in our community. And that involves the facilities that you heard me talk about. We're going to talk more about that. That involves this awesome facility down on Durant Road. And when I said in the video that the owners had dramatically reduced the price, here, here's, the, here's what the owner said. Hey, you guys still interested in that? Because if I have to take a bath on it, I'd rather get beat up by a church than somebody else. And I was like, I'm listening. And he starts giving the prices, and I'm like, yeah, okay, now, okay, thank you, God. The prayer literally laying on that land saying, God, I know we're supposed to have this, but I don't know how it's going to happen. Within days, it all came together in late 2010 and early 2011. And we're going to expand, and that's not all. What we're going to do with our other locations and the other locations that will start And the way we're going to continue to be change agents in our community. What we're doing now is not enough. We have to do more because God has gifted us in a way that people are drawn to it. People are drawn to our church and they find out about Jesus here. We're going to do more. And that 88%, as till my last breath is breathed, I'm going to do everything I can to make that number go down. And get more people connected with God in our city, in our community. The last area is change our world. That adds up to $250,000 over two years. Now that's 5% of the total. We actually give away 10% of everything that comes in. 
but the other 5% is, is absorbed into change our family through our local benevolence and a local outreach. The other 5% goes into what we do in the world. Domestic church planting, we're working to help, help get churches planted in Los Angeles. And I'm going to tell you in a few weeks why we chose L.A. and why that's a place that we really need to be focused on helping people get connected with God. So we're going to be supporting uh, with our money, church plants there. And the video that you saw of me in Ecuador, I wish we could all go there. You will have an opportunity later this summer to take a trip if you want to. Our teenagers are going early in the summer, but we are going to plant a church. And I got last week to stand with the pastor and his wife and ask them questions about what they're getting ready to do. And the way that community even got selected with us is a total God thing. Because two weeks before we went on the trip, we thought we were planting a church in another community. It got changed around and we ended up in this, this community where... A guy had it on his heart to plant a church to reach people and change children's lives at a very young age. And he started just gathering people on the street corner. And this week he'll gather with 300 adults and 295 kids. Partly in the street, partly crammed in this little space. It's about as big as one of the restrooms you go to here in the school. We're going to help him do more. We're going to help him expand. So that's changed our world. 5% of the total, 250000 over two years. It's going towards that. Those are the numbers. Those are the numbers that I just want you to have as you start on this journey and start to think, how am I going to participate? How am I going to be involved with this? So those are the numbers that go into the one fund over two years. Last week as I was, as I was in Ecuador and visiting dirt floor homes that are made out of bamboo with, you could just see outside, as I walk through mud holes to get to people's houses to just visit with them and hear about what this church coming to this community is going to mean, I began to evaluate what I have and the kind of life I get to live, the kind of life we all get to live. And all of a sudden, I felt myself not needing all of the things that I have and not needing to spend money on the things I spend money on. All of a sudden, as I met a young mother who has a newborn and, and went into the home and, and visited with her and through a translator hearing her tell about what she wants for her children. You know what she wants? She wants them to be healthy. She wants them to be happy. She wants them to know God. Same thing I want for my kids. So I left Ecuador thinking a little bit less about the things that I want. But here's what happens. As days go by, that wears off. That was seven days ago I was standing there. It wears off, and then you, you, you get back home, and, and while you're thinking, okay, do I really need all those cable channels? Do we really need two cars that seat seven people? Do, we really, do I really need this and this and this? And then you're separated from the experience, and as you're separated from it, it it's a little less intense and a little less intense and a little less intense. And somewhere around mid-March, the iPad 3 is going to come out, and I'm going to want it. And I will have long since forgot about this little boy that I stood in his house and let him play with my phone on his dirty, dirty, muddy floor, fly infested. And this to him was like, oh my gosh, this was the coolest thing ever. And he just played with it while we were, while we were interviewing one of the mothers. I played with this little guy on the floor and I will have long since forgot about him by the time this cool gadget comes out that I want. But I don't want to do that. I'm committed. I'm not going to forget. I've got this guy's picture on my phone. 
And every time I see something that I just have to have, I'm going to look at his picture. See, when I experienced that, it caused me to kind of recalibrate my life and think in a new way about my possessions and my money. And God has a plan for each of us when it comes to our finances. And through this catalyst season, we're asking everybody in our church to just take a personal inventory and ask yourself, do I need to recalibrate? Do I need to, do I need to reorient my life and think in some different ways? Because there's a couple different ways to view giving. Some people don't give at all. You haven't experienced the joy that comes from that yet. But some of us view it as like our house payment or a car payment. Hey, God asked, here you go, here's your 10% God or whatever you give, thank you very much. And it just becomes like a payment to make. And God says to us, that's not my plan when it comes to you being generous. Because when it comes from, to, to generosity, God's got all the resources that he needs. So generosity is not about what God wants from us. Generosity is about what God wants for us. It's not about God saying, hey, bring me a check every week. It's God saying, look, when you become generous, you are going to experience things like never before. So bad I wanted to pull all the cash I had in my wallet out and hand it to that little boy. Because whatever it was, I would have never missed it. Now they said, don't do that. It hurts him more than it helps him. And I understand that. But I wanted so bad to just give him some money. And just say, buddy, go buy some toys. Fill this place up with some toys. And have some fun. And enjoy this. I would have gotten more joy out of giving him the money to go buy him some toys than he would have out of playing with them. And that's what God wants us to experience in the area of generosity. Just like God wants for you a healthy marriage and healthy relationships. And God wants for you to experience relationships with your children that will infect them with the love of Christ. God wants that for you. God wants you to experience what generosity can do to your heart. In the book of Matthew 13, Jesus was talking about his kingdom. It's called the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. Both of those terms mean the same. And he's telling his followers, this is what the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is like. And he tells this story. Verse 44 of Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Jesus is saying the kingdom of heaven, which is the rule and reign of God in our hearts, that's what the kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God is. When this guy found it, he reoriented his life to where whatever he had to give up was worth it. He would have said, that's all I have to give. To get that, that's all I have to give is everything. That's it. Well, okay, everything's gone. Now give me the kingdom of heaven. That's what I want. And it changed him. And whatever he had to give up to get it, he was willing to do it because what he received was far greater than all the wealth in the world. And he did it with joy. He wasn't making a payment. He wasn't fulfilling an obligation. He was doing something like he gets to do. Think about the most fun hobby you have and how great it is when you get to do it. That's what generosity is like. It's far beyond a financial amount. It's far beyond money. 
It's about connecting up with God in a way that he planned all along. Because when we're generous, we attract the heart of God. And it warms the heart of God when he says, this is what I want for you. This is how I want you to interact with your possessions and the world around you. Those of you that have experienced generosity, you know the joy that comes from being generous. And now what you get from that is more than even what the gift you gave does. See, there's a joy that comes that I know many of you have never experienced. And and that's why this Catalyst journey is about so much more than money. It's helping people experience God's plan for them. I want you to see a story about what the joy of giving can do. Take a look. Our oldest son, Cameron, um, was a typical teenager, and we saw an amazing transformation in that child from the teenage years to the college years when he became more independent and he became a young man focused on an education and becoming an engineer and maintaining his own home and even a management position um, on campus all at the same time. But um, that maturity uh, came to an abrupt end because in his sophomore year he was killed in an automobile um, motorcycle accident. But the thing in the following weeks brought more joy than I can describe. There was an outpouring financially um, because a scholarship was set up in Cameron's name through LifePoint so that students at LifePoint would have the opportunity to pursue their education as well. And it is indescribable to receive money from people in our son's memory for this purpose. And I can't tell you, there were more than one check that came through that had five digits. So shortly after the fund was established, the school year ended, and we so wanted to award a scholarship, but there was no time to formally select a recipient. So Donnie came to us and told us of a young man who had just moved to our area and to LifePoint, who was in seminary at the time. And Donnie felt that a scholarship would benefit him greatly. So as a complete surprise, that summer at the Summer Bash, we awarded the first annual Cameron Wagner Scholarship to Eddie Berrios. And Eddie's excitement was priceless. So I can say to you that there is joy in giving beyond belief. That's what God wants each of us to experience when it comes to giving. He wants us to experience it out of joy not out of obligation. Here's what we're asking from you today. 
We're asking you to go on a journey with us over the next few weeks. To come back every Sunday for the next four Sundays and hear about this Catalyst journey. And hear about God's plans. And hear stories of how you are making a difference now. And how we know that God's going to use us in the future to continue to make a difference. We look back over the last eight years and we see God's faithfulness and we remember it. We see people's lives changed, we remember it. We see people walking into church for the first time in their life and giving their life to Christ and we remember it. We remember that verse in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. So to start this journey as a church, we're going to ask you to take something with you today. Ushers are going to be down front, the band's going to play a song, and we're going to give you two little pieces of something that we want you to keep with you over the next few weeks as you pray about and pray through and talk to your family about how are we going to participate in this. It's just a set of dog tags that you can wear around your neck or you can cut them off and put them on your keychain. One of them has this Catalyst logo on, the, on it. The other one has Ephesians 3.20, and it says, More than we ask or imagine. And as you are thinking about, how am I going to participate? Don't decide today. Pray about it. Let God speak to you. Let God expand you. And hold those with you. Because that's all going to end up on March the 25th, is what we're calling Commitment Sunday, where you'll come and having prepared your gift, having prepared through prayer, having prepared through being involved in life groups over the next few weeks. I'm going to tell you how everybody in here can do that, even starting tonight. And come prepared after a lot of prayer to be generous like never before and say this is how we're going to participate in Catalyst. As you're leaving today, we have a couple things we want to leave you with. And we want you to really spend the next four weeks just just praying through this uh, asking God how he wants you to participate we want you to be well informed not only do we want we want you to show up every week for the next four Sundays especially to hear all the different details of this vision we want you to be in a life group and I know that some aren't and if you're not uh, this really made my wife like oh wow first service like I'm serious Come to my house tonight at 6 o'clock. There's cards out there on the table with directions to my house. And Cindy and I would love to have you if you're not in the life group. Come over and spend the next five, four Sunday nights after this one hanging out with us, talking through this Catalyst vision. Everything that we're going to talk about is in the back of this booklet that you're going to get. And participate in a short-term five-week life group. Uh, run on out there to the table when you're finished and find out more information about that so when you go out you're going to get this booklet it says catalyst on the front of it this is a lot more details about everything that i just talked about in the video and everything you've heard today this will help you understand this is what they're doing and this is why and it'll just give you a little bit more information you can also go to our website catalyst.lifepointchurch.com that's all that's in this booklet And you can see all the videos you saw today. You can see some more stuff that's in here just to help you fully understand. Because if you know somebody that wasn't here today, tell them about it. And say, hey, go to the website and have a look. You can see all the videos and see what this two-year journey is going to be like for our church. And also you're going to get 
the commitment card that we're asking you to pray over over the next several weeks leading up to March the 25th. And we thought and thought, like, how's the best way? And we decided, you know, the first week, just give it to people and let them start to pray about it and see how God moves in them to be even more generous. And I want to explain to you what this commitment card has on the inside. On the back of it, it's got a spreadsheet that kind of shows what $5 million over two years would look like and where that might come from and how those gifts might be broken out. This is just a guide. This, this is just a guide for you to look through and pray through and kind of find where you are on that guide and, and, and ask God where he wants you to go to as we all expand what we do and we expand our generosity. Then on the inside, there's just a real brief, brief explanation of all the three areas that I've talked about. But on the bottom of the inside, there's five blanks. It's real simple to fill out, but I want to make sure that I go through these. The first blank just says what I give to LifePoint in a year. And whatever that is, for some people it might be zero. That's okay. Write it in. The second blank says my expanded generosity for Catalyst. Write that in. And then that leads you to a blank where you add those two together, and then you multiply it by two, meaning two years, and you fill in that blank. And as, if we, as we have given these to leaders in our church, we've discovered that people also give not just from their regular income. They give from stored resources. They give from stocks. They give from savings. They give through selling things. They give in a lot of different ways. And so there's a blank on there for you to fill in. This is how much I want to give through my stored resources. And then you add that up, and it comes down to a line that says my two-year catalyst commitment. And then you just fill that out and you either mail it in early, drop it in the uh, bucket whenever you're ready to do that. But at least bring it on March the 25th as we make our commitments and say this is how we are going to participate in this two-year Catalyst journey. I know I've given you a lot of information today, lots of stuff, lots of different points. And it would be very natural for you to say, well, i got a question about this. What about that? Well, how would you decide that? I'll be out at the Catalyst table that's going to be there for the next two years, actually. Uh, I'll be out there and answer any questions. Anybody behind the table is on our Catalyst planning team, and they're able to answer any questions that you have. One simple request today. Take that information, start to pray over it, and participate fully in Catalyst. God, thank you so much for the journey that you have brought our church on over the last eight years. And Father, we anticipate you doing even more over the next two years as we expand everything that we do to touch more people, to reach more lives, and to continue to spread your word and connect as many people with you as possible. And God, for those of us that are struggling right now with how do I do this, how do I become generous, and even more, God, help them as they read the words in this booklet, as they pray, as they go to small group discussion nights and and just think through how you would have them participate. And God, I pray that we all can see that what you want for us is to be generous. We could all experience the joy that Cindy talked about in her story. God, be with us over the next four weeks, but especially over the next two years as we live out what we know you're calling us to do. We pray this in Jesus' name.